0: Right, so welcome back to the Tracks the Running Pod. I really need to change that name because it's just really awkward to say. That. <laughs> I don't. I, I thought it'd be fun to. Uh, people on the podcast will have heard this so many times, but I always explain to my guest. I thought it'd be good for the algorithm to call it the Running Pod because then people search running podcasts, it'll come up. But now it's just yeah. kind of it's just kind of annoying. So it's just a track for <laughs> to Um Today so we've got an interesting guest because we only ever had, I think, one other i'll call you a shoe specialist we only had ever had one other person where we could talk about shoes or with who shares my enthusiasm about shoes um so would you like to introduce yourself and then we can get talking about some some interesting stuff
1: yeah definitely so my name is blake um you might know me from tfxc shoe reviews um youtube channel um instagram page been doing it for about seven years almost so um been through quite a few pairs of shoes
0: how many do you think you've had over the years if you could put a guess on it
1: oh oh boy um hundreds for sure yeah probably and, probably in the thousands And how many,
0: what's in your rotation at the minute like how many pairs do you have like what you'd say i guess it is hard when you've got so many because like, i sometimes wear a shoe what i haven't worn for months and then just get it out again but like how many right. shoes do you have what you currently would wear, or I guess they may be still wearable if you want to wear them kind of thing.
1: Um definitely quite a few that are still wearable. <laughs> um, but for like my current rotation, I probably just have a a few of them that are kind of my go-to that I'm currently testing. Um trying to put put them through their paces and get more miles on them and that type of thing. Um but typically, once they're around like 100 miles, I kind of, you know, do my review and then, you Train know, it's just wear them, walk the dog or, um, you know, if I really like them, bring them out every now and then. But it's kind of more like what what am I working on testing right now at the moment or what um, training phase am I in and that type of thing.
0: So you also have a like a this is something I've always wanted to do. But you have also got a blog as well. So it's not just Instagram and YouTube. You've also got a website as well and that is also i do
1: i I haven't touched it in such a long time (laughs) um it's kind of pandemic project uh but yeah i do have my website um i built it just yeah from scratch during the pandemic um my main goal of it was kind of just to be um you know like a link in bio and you can go there and see all the videos um just (laughs) primarily what i use it for um you know i added like about me page and um i was like okay i think i could start a blog on here but i just haven't put a lot of effort or time towards that with everything else going on um but yeah
0: so for this podcast i wanted to start uh, i want to ask you a lot of questions specifically uh, about some of the shoes you do somehow manage to make videos on and have them in person because some of them i'm like how have, have you got that pair of shoes? So we'll, we'll speak about that in a in a short while. But first of all, I think for the people listening, and this is quite a a broad claim because I probably couldn't answer it to an extent, and I'll probably try and give my answers as well. But what sort of the shoes are you sort of rocking at the minute, and like best for each purpose? Like, what, what do you think? Like, I guess first of all, like daily trainer, just like an easy easy run shoe. What are sort of your top three shoes for that at the minute? Do you think?
1: Yeah. So. Let's see, Um, I've been wear testing one that comes out in July, but other people have already posted a review on it. So I feel like it's not like that secret anymore, Um, but um, glycerin 20, I've been really um, enjoying that for kind of everything as far as like everyday training. Um, Let's see. I've, I've actually been using, I don't know, the Streak flies, not quite an everyday trainer, but it's more kind of like my moderate training runs, just because I find it, I don't know, feels more peg turbo-esque to me than, um, like a true 5k, 10k racer. Um, so I've been throwing that in the mix just to have like a lightweight trainer in there. Um... And then I kind of rotate between some shoes that I'm trying to add just some extra miles on. Um, I have the OnCloud Stratus 2 and the Sockney um, Endorphin Shift 2. That just kind of, like I've been running these in a while, I'll throw them in and remember if I like them or not.
0: <laughs> it's weird, I'm the exact same with the Sockney Endorphin Speed. That like obviously it was a, kind of the shoe of the year in 2020 and then I've still got two pairs. An occasion I just throw on for a tempo I'm like I really like this shoe i don't i don't know why right. I always i don't know why I don't always wear it anymore it is i don't know it is a, it's a weird one because it is such a nice ride when you put it on but then I never seem to go for it most of the time and I don't know why that is but I think it's because right. there's always maybe some like I guess fantasy shoe like at the minute for tempos if I'm I probably throw on the um new balance fuel cell RC RC elite 2. Or, and then for faster mm-hmm. stuff, I'm wearing the next sense of Tacumas. So it's never sort of fit into my rotation anymore, but it is like a, a phenomenal shoe. But it, it's interesting you said the Street Fly, because I've got a pair and it is literally the Turbo. That's, that's what it is. It's yeah. the Turbo. So I don't, I don't, we did a post about this probably about a year ago now. And at the time, I think it was a hundred, like I, I was pretty certain it was accurate, but I just wanted to see if you've heard anything of why the Turbo was discontinued we got told that it was too good so Nike wanted to split it up a bit so then it wouldn't make people just buy one shoe instead of two. Have you heard anything about why it was actually discontinued at all or?
1: I haven't actually, um I think sounds valid to me, um, you know when you have a, a really good selling shoe that's kind of in a sweet spot for price compared to like their their high end you know above 200 or, or like the peg like sub 150. They have um it's kind of do-it-all shoe that you know people love to race in do daily training long runs workouts it's like why do I need three pairs of shoes when this one pair of shoe does it all at a a decent price um so I think that is definitely a a contributing factor um yet it's it's coming back (laughs) um limit um of like a special edition thing i don't know if they're actually going to continue keeping the line this is just speculation by the way i don't i don't know for sure but um with the the peg turbo nature it looks like they're kind of going for a different spin on it and trying to be um you know like the alpha fly nature with the recycled zoom scraps in there and then ditching the react for um UVA foam just a little bit on here um but, curious to see how that compares to the streak fly since I feel like the streak fly just feels so similar to the, to the peg turbo, but with like a more racing oriented upper.
0: It, it does seem like a really strange move on their behalf to do the nature without actually having the shoe available anymore. So I'm hoping right. that they'd like, cause I, I'm not going to name who, um, but they replied to when I posted about the, the turbo and was like, it's coming back just different. I don't know if they meant just the nature, but then why would they just do the nature? Because I, I heard that the AlphaFly nature didn't feel anything like the AlphaFly. Like it felt quite different with the foam. Have you have you got the nature, right. nature? Have you got that?
1: I I don't. But the way they make the the recycled like ZoomX is like it's, it kind of looks like the little pods like um, Endorphin Speed and. Um, Pro use but it's like ground up Zoom X and they have to glue it together so that glue in there is going to make it a little firmer and kind of less of that original bounce Um, so I could see that you know making adding a little bit of weight to it and also being a little more firm Um, so I think the peg turbo it it might be nice when it's kind of a thinner slab of that foam and it's you know the shoe was prone to bottoming out Um, so I think this might help a little with that but I don't know. I'm curious, really curious to to see how it goes.
0: It does seem like quite a strange play, and obviously we've already spoke about the streak fly for the daily type of thing. But like, what 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 you wearing like for workouts and stuff like that? I guess the streak fly you can sort of do for wear for both. But like, what other shoes are you sort of going through for those kind of things?
1: Yeah, so I've had the streak fly kind of bleed over just to kind of test out and see where where it works best. Um, been enjoying the Takumi sends, um, the eights they have um i don't know (laughs) i'm i'm getting close to get my full review on those but it's like kind of reminds me of the first gen um like super shoes like kind of more like similar to the vaporfly 4% stack yeah but then the upper is more like a traditional racing flat where it's like super snug and i find it less versatile so i don't want to use it for like you know doing doing long runs or some of the some longer speed stuff like the upper kind of limits it for me so i like doing mostly just um workouts with it um then of course if i'm really trying to get fast stuff they don't throw in like my paper flies or alpha flies um something like that i have i have way too many carbon plated shoes (laughs) um I just got the Carbon X3 as well. So I have to I haven't tried it out yet, though like literally just showed up on the doorstep. So curious to see. I was very disappointed in the the X2. So I don't have my, my hopes up high for the X3. Um I just kind of have to set my my mindset as it's more of like a a training companion, like up tempo workout shoe and not like an actual super shoe marathon racers kind of. How I see it,
0: I feel sorry for Hoka athletes because they're on the third rendition of the Super Shoe and they still don't have a good (laughs) foam. But they've made Super Shoes, and the best foam they've ever had is the Pro Fly, which was in the Mac Four. Is that right? And it's just like, it's not quite there, is it? Like the the Rocket's a better shoe, but there's no Rocket yet. So I don't really understand what's happening with that. I
1: know. I think in my Carbon X Two review, I was like, "All right, Hoka, take." This stack height, this midsole, use the foam from the Rocket X, make the plate more aggressive, and you know I think it'd be a, a decent shoe. But they just had like the the foam that was too firm for me in the Carbon X2. The plate is literally just like a straight line along the bottom, so you don't. I feel like I didn't even really notice it. Um, so they have, they have work to do. Um, I'm curious to see if the new supercritical foam on the X3 changes things at all um but i think still without kind of more aggressive plate it's not gonna help as much um and it's still like a firmer foam it's not something like super light like zoom x or Lightstrike strike pro even i don't know we'll see
0: what What do you prefer zoom x or light strike pro
1: definitely i like the the softer bouncier stuff so zoom x and ZoomX. peel cell my go-to um I've tried, so the Boston 10 was the first shoe that had Light Strike Pro in it that I tried. And I I just hated that shoe. Like, I feel like you didn't even notice the Light Strike Pro because everything else in it was so bad. Um, I found like the regular Light Strike was just so firm. And then um, it still had the heel plate like they do on their other, um, you know, like racers and stuff. I'm like, why is this in your training shoe? Like the foam back there is stiff enough like you don't need this plate just thought that felt awful um after I did start kind of breaking them in and just was doing some more up-tempo paces where it's more on my toes I was like okay these aren't aren't terrible but it's like I don't know I thought overall it's just kind of a clunky shoe that didn't work well for me um so Takumi Sen 8 was my first full um Lightstrike Pro shoe and then I was like, okay, I see I see what people are talking about now. It's it's still got some of that bounce, some of that liveliness in it, but it's um definitely a lot firmer, con- more controlled than Zoom X. You know, sometimes with like the alpha Fly or something, you can kind of feel a little wobbly, um, like fuel cell too. Um, so I I see why people like that, or if you just like kind of that more responsive ride, um the uh Lightstrike pro is nice for that too and then i got the audios pro too and i felt like that was even softer than the takumi sen it was leaning more towards the zoom x but i just thought the shoe overall was kind of unstable i don't know so i'm i like it it's up there but i prefer that kind of softer bouncier squishier stuff from zoom x and and fuel cell i'd say and yeah. now even the meta speed that's like as close to Zoomax, I think, as a, I've seen on any other shoe.
0: The Metaspeed Two looks really interesting as well because that looks even, even like a more of a, a f- like, focus on the foam type of shoe. And it, lo- mm-hmm. speaking to people, like they've said, the Metaspeed Two is extremely close to the Vaporfly again, but like it's just different. Obviously, I think the Metaspeed Sky One might even be a better five K shoe than the Vaporfly, like for like the short distances. But I've also sp- I was speaking to an A6 athlete and they said the Metaspeed Edge during prototype stage for the two, the Metaspeed Edge was better than the Sky, but now they've changed it and now the Sky is better again. Because obviously you never really hear much about <laughs> the Edge, and even though it's meant to be the same, like, as a super shoe, and it just never seems to get the credit. So I'm interested to see right. if that changes or maybe doesn't change now. But apparently the prototype, the Edge was really, really good, but then they changed it. I don't know why, which is a shame. Because um... I... I, as a runner, would probably suit the Edge more because I've got quite a short cadence, a sh- short stride length, but I've never really heard any reviews on the Edge, so I don't really know really how it is compared to the Sky.
1: Is... Right. I feel like Asics kind of didn't quite go the best way with marketing these shoes. Um I mean, one, they can even differentiate them. Like, they don't say Edge or Sky on the shoes, so they look, like, literally the same unless you have them right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's strike number one. And then two, I feel like, you know, it's, it's informative to be like, okay, we did all this cool research and about the stride length and the cadence and which one works for best runners. But by doing that, people are like, okay, like most runners don't know what they're like, are they, am I a stride runner? Am I a cadence runner? Like I'll just assume stride and go with the mess speed sky or like, Oh, I just, I like the higher stack. So I'll go with the mess speed sky. Um, so I think the Metaspeed Sky was the default for most people um, just because they didn't know. I think if ASICs would have kind of spun it a little bit and been marketing like, hey, for those races where you're going to be having a higher cadence, you know, like a, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, like, you know, the edge would be better for you. But for like a full marathon where, you know, you might strike out more or lose your form, the Sky might be better for you. That way you kind of have blending into both where somebody might be like, oh yeah, I can use the edge for some shorter races and the sky for longer races. But instead if they kind of made it like one or the other choose based on how you run, which I don't, I think kind of hurt them um, with the edge. So I'm curious to see what they do with the edge too, or um, you know, just really diff- differentiating the sky too um and trying to make them more different shoes so that people might have a reason to, to buy both
0: more availability would be nice as well like the, yeah the, um but speaking of asics i've seen you've got a review of the asics john nimbus 24 23
1: i i got the 23 so mm-hmm. i haven't tried the 24 yet
0: is the 20 the 23 um, does that have ff blast plus in or is that just in 24
1: no so i don't it doesn't have, it just uses full, like, um, I think it uses Flight Foam Propel and regular Flight Foam. I don't yeah. know. They, they kind of have a bunch of flavors of regular Flight Foam. Um, but, yeah, the new one uses Flight Foam Blast, which I haven't tried yet in any shoes. Um, shoes. So I'm really curious. I've heard good things about it. Um, I know they're kind of using that more as their default foam for a lot of shoes coming up um and i actually haven't even tried regular flight foam blast really? um yeah i haven't i haven't tried the nova blast yet everybody's really liked it but I've, i haven't picked it up Um i'm
0: very excited for the nova blast three because the nova blast one and two have been amazing and the three obviously has ff blast plus so it's like right hopefully that should be better but i'll have to wait and but see what
1: are you what are your takes on Flight Foam Blast? Is it like a comparison for other companies or, um, I don't know, I've heard it is kind of unstable, but it has like, it's just a nice plush kind of energetic ride.
0: It's unstable, but it is, yeah, like it's plush. It's nice. And it took me like 10 miles to wear in to the first, for the first shoe, to Nevertheless Blast One. Like it felt really, it felt like it, you got the cushion, but then you didn't get any energy return at all but it kind of stiffened up a bit and got a bit more pushy. Um, but the second one, again, took about 15, 20 miles to s- sort of get fluid again. And like for the first 20 miles, it was hurting the inside of my ankle a bit. And then it just went, and I don't get that pain anymore. So I think you have to run, in, run into it a bit, but it's, it is... I'm trying to think of the best way to compare it to another shoe. It's sort of, I would say, it's actually like the nike invincible but like as a normal trainer like if you got the invincible ah. but made it pegasus shape it's kind of like that okay mm. does that make sense
1: yeah that That's sounds kind of like vibe. a shoe i'd like <laughs>
0: it's good um, i really like it
1: just because i do feel like there's so much excess around the invincible like especially in the heel i know you kind need to make it stable because uh, the zoom x is, is so unstable so you need to give it that wider base but you know sometimes it's like what if they just kind of streamlined this slimmed it down a little what what would that be like um so huh i think um the Novolast 3 is definitely high on my list
0: yeah I, i'd definitely recommend it and if anyone from ASICs is listening then the links to both of us will be in the description of this podcast so you know <laughs> where to send them
1: um, exactly
0: so before i want to get on to um underrated shoes and then up and coming shoes because i know you're quite knowledgeable on like let's say the the new New Balance shoes, which I'm really excited for. But first of all, yeah, do you have any opinions on certain overrated shoes? Like, do do you have any shoes? What come to mind when you say like they they've got too much hype or they're too popular for what they're actually like? Because one springs to mind for me straight away is any Hoka shoe and also the Pegasus, just a normal Pegasus. I'm I'm not a fan of that. They're the two for me. But do you have any? What sort of come to mind?
1: I 100% agree on the Pegasus. Um... I mean, I think it's a decent value. It's like 120 bucks, whatever you get. Um, You know, pretty solid workhorse, daily trainer. Um, But with the 37, the upper just was awful for me. Could not get a good heel lockdown. Um, The React was way firmer than I thought it should be. Like even after like 100 miles, it started to feel okay. Um, But I was... Overall, it was just a pretty mess shoe for me, and everybody's like, "Oh, Pegasus, ride or die." I'm like, mm-hmm, "There's way better shoes out there." Um, well, let's see. I think I don't know. Hoka does have a lot of lot of hype around it. Um, I think depending on the shoe, it. You know, I'm I'm a pretty ho- big Hoka fan. I love the high cushion, the stack there, you know, give them props for being the, the first shoes out there to to start the maximalist movement. Um but I think for like another overrated shoe. I I don't know. I don't know if the the tempo next percent's really overrated or not, but it's definitely a very divisive shoe. Um some people are like, oh, if you if you don't like the Tempo Next Percent, like you, you're missing out. This is a great shoe, but for me, it was not what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted like a a cheaper Alpha Fly, and it was not. Yeah,
0: it, that's. It's, speaking of the Tempo Next Percent, I'd also say the Zoom Fly is an overrated shoe, in my opinion. I'm not a fan of the Zoom Fly as uh yeah, as everyone sort of is. Like, seems people seem to love it quite a lot, and I'm just I can't get on board with the Zoom Fly at all.
1: I liked the zoom fly flying it because um, mm. that was I feel like the reactant it worked all right um, carbon plate was kind of a nice element um, and the upper was the exact same as the, the Vaporfly fly Fly it so it's kind of like yeah yes yeah, it's like a, a budget version um, but then with like the three and the four it just kind of I feel like it deviated even more from the vapor fly I was like all right they have like such good foam. With like the, the Zoom flying stuff, or with the, the Zoom X, I'm like, can I just like put a little bit of that in here or something? Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty overrated as well. But, you know, if people like that firmer ride and kind of less energetic, then I guess that works for them. Um, yeah. But I am, I'm, I am excited about Zoom Fly 5, but we can talk about that later.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen much in the Zoom Fly 5, actually. I've just seen a few, um, I guess, leaks. but. There was one last overrated shoe I have, which is potentially very controversial. And I think I overrated the shoe a lot when I first wore it. And I've, I I've only worn it like three times now, four times. That's the Fuel Cell Rebel V2. I was like, wow, this shoe's amazing. It's so soft and com- comfy. And then I never seemed to want to wear it. So I'm like, I think I overrated that shoe as well.
1: But I think, yeah, I feel like the Rebel V2, the Endorphin. Speed 1 and 2 and the Mach 4 all got a lot of like best shoe of the year type things and everybody yeah. went out and bottom, Um, which I think has merit because I think all three of those shoes are very versatile shoes that can, you know, if you don't have a big rotation, kind of squeeze into the different categories and, and fill in those needs. Um, I do like the Rebel V2. Um because that was actually my first shoe I tried with, um, fuel cell foams so that really yeah. got me onto the, the fuel cell kick. Um, it's, I think the V2 will be a lot better, um, for my uses. I thought I like to use it more kind of a daily trainer. And I thought with like the upper and the durability of it, it wasn't really designed for that. It was kind of more like an up-tempo trainer, which it could be used for that. You know, it, was, it wasn't it was decently responsive, um, you know, definitely light enough we could get that turnover going, but it wasn't my favorite for that type of stuff. Um, so I think they kind of took that feedback and are tweaking it for V2 to make it a little, little more towards like what people actually used it for. Um, but I, I do think it's a good value, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like those three shoes people over really hype when I'm like, yes, they're great personal shoes, but it's not like it's perfect for everybody. and just go out and buy a hundred pairs of them type of thing. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, it's, it's a tricky one. Cause obviously I loved it. And I literally said when I got it, like, this is a very, very good shoe, but then I never seem to want to wear it. But that's probably, I might need to go back to it and see, see if I enjoy it and moving on to underrated shoes. I'm just going to name mine off the bat. What I feel like are underrated. I think the alpha fly is underrated. Everyone seems to hate the alpha fly for no reason because it's, I still right. <laughs> think the best shoe. Um, and I think the Invincible is underrated in a way. Like there's there's a lot of things wrong with the Invincible. Don't get me wrong. Like the upper is awful on the Invincible, I think. And it, the breathability is not very, very yeah. good. But the, mm-hmm. the, the protection you have on that shoe is phenomenal. So I think that's definitely an underrated one. And then I would say... It's hard actually. I'd say the Brooks, the whole of Brooks's lineup is kind of underrated. Like the Ghost is a really good shoe. The Glycerin's a really good shoe, but no one seems to really be wild by Brooks. And I think that's just mainly because of their marketing and also their colors, like they, they always look like <laughs> ugly shoes. So they're probably, yeah, my, yeah. they're probably my top three really as an underrated shoe.
1: Um, Yeah, I definitely agree with you on the Alpha Flight um, that it's expensive. Um but I think it's just such a unique shoe. I haven't really found any other shoe like it with the combination of all the the air zoom pods, which is you know Nike specific, so it's not like some other company's gonna kind of come and and rip that off and try and put that in their super shoe and then it has like the wider carbon plate than the zoom fly um so it's more underfoot with the Zoom x I don't know that shoe. That was my uh, shoe of choice for a Boston Marathon last year, and definitely don't regret it. Like, it's the first shoe at the end of the marathon. My feet were actually happy, um, like no blisters, no bleeding. Um, my legs were dead, but that was mainly because the course, <laughs> the shoes held up very well, and definitely don't regret using those. Um, I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's it's heavier than the the Vaporfly." Like, yeah but not by that much like it's still a light shoe and for how much is underfoot like i think it's it's worth that extra weight it's not like it's uh the same stack height as the vaporfly but an ounce heavier, or something you know um so i do think that gets a lot of everybody's like oh vaporfly vaporfly for the win i'm like nah depends on the day but definitely marathon racer i'm going for the alpha fly um i'm trying to think what else trying to look around at some of my shoes I have in here. Um, Oh boy. Uh, I think one, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people agree with me on what shoes I liked. Um, One, I have the Cloud Stratus 2 sitting here. Um, I have the Cloud Monster come next week. Which I'm really excited to compare them to because I thought the Cloud Stratus 2 was like the first cloud or wow, well, first on shoe that um, I could actually run in. Like their other ones were like more like kind of lifestyle or just like not, not for me. So it's it's not my favorite shoe by any means, but I think it's the first runnable on shoe, which is good. And I think the the cloud Monster is going to take that the next step too. And then they even have exciting stuff coming up with um the next echo, which I heard is the Echo Boom V3, even though the they don't have a V2. Um when they start using P backs and they kind of take back some of those big cloud elements, which I think feel good in the forefoot but not in the heel. I don't know. I think on's kind of as a brand is is underrated at the moment they're getting a lot of yeah um everybody's like oh like those are for going to the grocery store getting a cup of coffee not real running shoes i think they're they're really starting to spin that narrative and coming out with some good shoes um and we'll continue to see them grow there so um i think they're kind of up and coming um and for brooks i think they're kind of up and coming as well with their new phones they're kind of playing with, but just, just not for super shoe. They're- the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at have I would rather wear the, the Hoka, any of their carbon plated shoes than the Hyperion Elite. I just, I hated that shoe hundred percent. It was stable, which was nice for a marathon racer, but it just felt like a brick with no energy return or pop or anything. Um, But yeah.
0: (laughs) It's funny because uh, I saw some data about efficiency of super shoes. And for this person who did the, the test, the Hyperion Elite only had a tiny percentage like value over the control shoe, which was just like a standard A6 flat. And then second was yeah. the, the Carbon X2, was the second worst. And then I think it right. was I can't remember which one. It, it was either it was either the fuel cell RC2. I think that's just too soft for some people for an all-out racer. Or it was um, the Saucony Endorphin Pro, but I can't remember which one was the next one up. But then and then it was like the Puma, then it was Adidas, then it was A6, then it was Alphafly. I think that was the order. Yeah. Alphafly was a top-performing efficiency shoe, which, again, just kind of backs up the underratedness of it when everyone, no one really seems to go
1: for it. <laughs> right um yeah i think i forgot what his uh instagram is Is like running lab rat or something um i think he's the one who who did that study against the uh things the a6 hyper speed so just yeah like a non-plated regular eva shoe and i'm like that shoe's like under 100 bucks so it's like you could buy three of them almost for the price of the hyperion elite and still Get the same benefit and have a lighter shoe um but i did think that's an interesting study just to kind of see uh, okay just because you throw a carbon plate and something doesn't mean it's gonna make you a faster runner you know that that foam really does have a big um role to play in there especially the the more energetic and lightweight foams that kind of need that plate to offset that unstable and bounciness and kind of pair together and stuff like oh we have this firm foam throw a plate in it bring in the cash.
0: It's like the Hoka Bondi X. It's like there's no there's no place to put a carbon plate in a in a Bondi. But well, they did it anyway. So, I
1: know. I I was looking actually though, because I haven't tried that shoe yet, and I've heard um, like good things overall. It's not like nobody would like try and PR like an elite marathon in that or anything. But like we're talking about the plates on the other carbon. On Hocus Carbon Plate shoes are like flat, but that's the first one where it's actually has like a scoop in it. Um I'm like okay, why don't you add that to your other shoes? Because I don't know, maybe Carbon X V4 or Rocket X V2 will be an actual decent option, but we can hope.
0: We'll have to wait until next year. We'll have to wait until yeah. next year. So moving on to and coming shoes, and this is where it gets pretty hectic because I sort of have, well, I think the most exciting ones so far from what I've seen, are obviously Nike's up-and-coming shoes, his up-and-coming shoes, and New Balance's lineup as well. And also A6, but A6's is still a bit more hidden than the others. So what are you sort of looking forward to the most? And, like, where do you think that's going to play out by the end of the year? Like, what shoes do you think we'll be seeing sort of? as the most popular, maybe the shoe of the year? I guess it's hard to tell about the official releases, but. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, so I do think for 2021, Nike wasn't, um, I mean, we like the, the ZoomX Invincible, the, the Vaporfly 2, but I, I didn't think there's anything really groundbreaking. Um, I think in 2022, we're going to see a lot of big exciting things like we already we've already had the streak fly. Um, and then the zoom flight five has me really, really excited. Um, it's supposed to give you like a 4% efficiency, like the, the vapor five, 4%. Um, but it has a, a thicker stack. It, um, has the recycled zoom core in there. So probably a little firmer and then surrounded by the, the EVA SR2 or whatever they call it foam. Um, with a carbon plate in there as well. Um, I don't know, it, it seems like it can put me back on track with the Zoom flies, like we're just talking about um, kind of overrated or we're just not fans of them in general. I think this one would be a really good option to, I don't, I'm not sure the stack height on it, but it does look like it's kind of fit into those like super trainer shoes, like the, yeah. um, the Prime X or those kind of illegal type shoes um so i'm definitely curious about that one um obviously alpha fly 2 uh we saw many races many pros but um tokyo marathon that looks like pretty close to final production prototype colorway um hopefully october ish is kind of what i've been hearing is you might see that um adding the extra zoom x under the four foot um pods which i think will maybe soften it up a little maybe be less loud um i think it's definitely not as loud as the uh, tempo next percent but it's it's not like a stealthy shoe by any means um and then i think they kind of tweaked the heel a little bit to make it um you know just a little more stable a little more it looks like what um new balance does with their fresh room where they kind of carve it in um we saw that in the invincible as well just to kind of control where it flexes essentially um so i'm really excited about that one peg nature like we're talking about um i know yeah just kind (laughs) of the whole lineup it seems uh excited for that stuff
0: are you going to consider the peg 39 or are you going to be like not really going to see that as a sort of issue to pick up
1: I, th- I think I'll try it out. I'll keep my expectations low. Um, but I've heard, I saw it usually comes out like end of April or, or like May ish. Um, but yesterday I heard from Eugene Norton Company that it's June 15th. So we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised with kind of the delays. Everybody's been seeing if it does get pushed back to then. Um, I think I'll try it out. They, they tweaked it, they added an extra air zoom unit in the heel um the upper I have a shoe with the Pegasus 39 upper on it and it seems very similar to the the Mero. um let's see I have the 15 kind of similar to the Mero 15 upper which I really like. so
0: I'm I am going will give it that. a shot but keep my I expectations
1: low yeah right where
0: do you get that shoe from
1: um can't
0: say anonymous
1: <laughs> um yeah just showed up on my doorstep um no um, it's yeah it's I mean a lot of people do you know drop off their used sample shoes and stuff in um like shoe donation things, and if you work at a running store you know you can kind of sift through them um I'm saying that's how I got them, but sometimes it can show up um but yeah that that was an interesting shoe, and I mean it's pretty much just like a the tempo next percent with the peg 39 upper on it but it i thought it was just a unique kind of look into the prototype process and um i it looks like some of the earlier alpha fly pro- prototypes too when they're using like the the peg turbo upper and we're still kind of sculpting away that midsole um, that was yeah. just an
0: ugly shoe with the peg turbo upper, and then it just looks horrible i hate that. oh yeah it doesn't was, look good to run in it was like surely but I guess I'm just testing out the the bottom. But like I guess I, I like it when Kipchoge wears it, but I guess that was like before you were used to the Alpha Five. So it was like, wow, what's this crazy bubble thing? Right.
1: Like, True. Yeah.
0: And I'm, the, I'm, Peg, the Pegasus Pro, is that a, just a rumor or is that sort of we don't know kind of thing? Pegasus uh, Pro, yeah.
1: Um. So I did make a a video on this a while back, actually just talking about like this is kind of, I've heard the name thrown around. This is what I really want the shoe to be um and there are like some pictures of like some like Chinese knockoff yeah shoes um floating around um but i'm I can't say with a hundred percent certainty, but I'm quite certain that that's just like an um a sample or like a prototype of the zoom fly five five, is they look just look way too similar i have like the recycled zoom x core um and the final zoom fly five is just more refined um so i think what that's what that shoe is um because i think even like the the knockoff shoes that said like peg 39 at the bottom i'm like there's no way that's the peg 39 which it isn't um i don't think especially with streak fly and reviving the peg turbo i just i don't think there's a place for a, a peg pro in the lineup and if it is it would be something more like the tempo next percent or zoom fly five which um since they're I, essentially i think it's the zoom fly five um it's pretty much what it sums it up
0: <laughs> and what is that eva foam? because the the like the eva and then it's like loads of numbers after that is that a new foam? what they've got or is that honestly i
1: have no idea um i think can't remember if it's one of the if it is the Vermero 15 or one of the structures like the 23 i think was one of the first ones where they started like really advertising like oh this is our sr2 home i think it's because they like moved away from like the lunar lawn and Kush lawn and you know really established the zoom x and react so they're like okay what do we call just like a regular EVA now um so I think that's just it's just a tweaked EVA I would say I don't know it's been a really long time since I've run in Kush Lawn or Lunar Lawn but it kind of maybe is a Lunar Lawn-esque and just kind of like a light airy foam
0: I like Lunar Lawn I really liked like back in the day oh right simpler times simpler times I know. <laughs> Um, moving away from Nike unless you've got anything else from Nike uh, I, I always say Nike no. it's so annoying but it is yeah. <laughs> Nike. it's Nike isn't it but oh, I can't I always used to say Nike so I have to stick with it um,
1: no it's okay
0: let's go with New Balance next so yeah. the SC range and I've been speaking to Alex G, the triathlete who was sponsored by New Balance and he's been training I couldn't tell if he was training in the trainer or the, in, in the SC or TC Wait no, it's racing competition. No training competition. SC <laughs> trainer or the... and SC racer. Yeah, S- yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell if he was training in the SC racer or SC trainer, but he says the phenomenal. Obviously, he is contracted to say that as well, but I don't think he would lie in a DM. So <laughs> right. I'm, I'm really excited about that lineup, especially if the fuel cell. I, I'm I'm happy with ninety percent of what the fuel cell foam is. I just kind of wish it had a bit more bounce back, but we'll have to wait and see how that turns out, and I guess in the next one.
1: Yeah, so I'm really excited too. I think the, so they're changing the RC Elite to the SC Elite. So they're keeping up with the SC, the short for Super Comp, which they have in like their spikes, the Super Comp, MDX, LDX, um, those types of shoes. Um from like their marketing perspective, it's when you mix their their high-end fuel cell foam with the carbon plate and then their um well now they're like bringing out the energy arc branding, but just kind of like the design and the heel and the midfoot where they have like a, a deep cutaway to give you some more energy return there. Um so it's sticking with that supercomp branding. And I think honestly, all the supercomp shoes are gonna be really exciting. Um the SC Pacer I've been following super closely um because (laughs) funny story but i was just like googling some of these shoes like uh, last year some point and they actually showed up like on new balance's site i think it was in israel or somewhere and i was like i was like okay these are upcoming shoes um so i kind of got first look at those a while back before i really knew much about them um but the sc pacer um it's like with the 5K, 10K kind of super flats we've been seeing recently, none have really had a full length plate. Um, I think the Takumi Sense kind of the closest where it has the heel plate and then the, the four foot pots. But I think this is going to be the first one um, that has that full length plate. I'm really curious to see how well it really compares to the other ones. So far I've been really missing that kind of rolling like the the rocker and the pop off the toe um mm-hmm. i just haven't got that any of the like 5k 10k super shoes so i'm kind of my hopes up i don't <laughs> i don't want to be disappointed but i i have my hopes up for the sc pacer that that's kind of provides what i'm looking for um i have noticed that emma coburn's been doing a lot of workouts in those lately um she's in she's in boulder as well um don't really see her right a lot or anything but uh just on our instagrams here doing like some track workouts and treadmill workouts in them. so you know if it's it's emma coburn approved should be halfway decent (laughs) um and then so the the, like we're talking about the confusion with the the tc and sc trainer that's the sc trainers uh replacement for the tc so it's going to be still that carbon plated shoe but you could race in it, you know, not, obviously not if you're an elite, um, with world athletic standards because it's 47 millimeters in the heel, I believe. Um, so it's, they, they went big. Um, I'm curious, I haven't tried the PrimeX, so I haven't had one of those super thick shoes. Um, curious to see how much, how well that much fuel cell holds up just because it's, not a stable foam, um, you know, very soft. So we'll see, but I'm definitely excited about that one. It has like kind of that knit upper, um, let's see. And then the SC Elite V3 instead of the RC Elite. I'm, I'm excited about it because I like the RC Elite V2. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything super crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think the stack's going to be similar, just kind of more refined to get that their whole energy arc system in there. I think it's it's gonna have more aggressive plate, which I'm curious to see if that helps add a little extra um, bounce to it or you know the extra pop. I don't know. Honestly, I'd I'd get all three. <laughs> um it's just really exciting. Um and then like we we're talking about earlier, the what is it? Um boy, too many shoe names now. The Rebel V3. Yeah they're they're given a little extra stack height the the outsole looks really similar to the um rc v2 right now so hopefully be a little more durable underfoot um the upper looks a little more durable as well kind of more training everyday trainer oriented so i think it's gonna they're kind of shifting it towards um or everyday trainer Hmm. so curious to see what those changes are like and i think it's what i would have Liked in the shoe, um, for the my use cases for it. So exciting stuff for the whole lineup.
0: Yeah, I think it's the they have probably the best, well well rounded lineup coming out. If that makes sense, like you've got a racing shoe, training shoe, daily pace shoe, right. and then you've got your, you've got your fresh firm X now um, in the more um, 1080 V12, mm-hmm. 1080 V13. I don't uh, know.
1: 12 I, 12 I don't even know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's and then the more V four whenever that know. comes out as well. Um, right. So there's plenty of shoes there. Is, is there any other uh upcoming releases? What sort of strike your interest? Like I know Saucony's lineup looks good. But... Yeah, we
1: got Tempest from Saucony, which I'm curious to try out. It's supposed to be like marketed as kind of like a stability shoe. Mm-hmm. Um just cause there's like a, a EVA frame. I think it's EVA um, with power PB in it. I think it's, could be an interesting shoe. Curious to try that out. Um, obviously the redesigned Endorphin Pro 3 is um, again that thicker stack height. Here's to see how that goes. The Speed 3 with a tweaked plate. Um, I think they're a little afraid to Change with that one too much just because of how much people love the the speed one and two but i think you know not necessarily a bad thing if if it's a good shoe um so we'll see let's see if there's any other brands i'm thinking of i think those are those are the main three um that i'm definitely really excited about
0: i want to see another brooks tempo uh yeah that's like a really good shoe, but I've sort of not really seen anything on that. And like everyone always says, like it's such a great shoe, but then they don't release another one. So it's like I don't understand really
1: that. I I do know, yeah. They've been they've been working through a lot of different pr- prototypes of this shoe. Um, it's kind of swung a few different directions. Um, there there's there's a two coming though. I don't I don't think it's might be this year if it is it's kind of later in the year um or it might be early next year i don't know but there is one <laughs> eventually some point
0: and i think the only other thing i can think of is from what i know is mizuno's releasing a super shoe and i know not a lot of people really care about mizuno because <laughs> their wave rebellion which was a super shoe was basically like an endorphin speed but like, that's all it felt like yeah so it's not, it wasn't quite super enough, but I think this time next year, they're releasing a super shoe. So it's a whole year, but you know. I
1: saw, yeah, I saw the images of it. Um, I'm curious to see how it goes. It looks like it's using either film similar to The Rebellion or maybe, I don't know if it's a PIBA base, kind of like um, Endorphin Pro, I can't, can't remember. It kind of pelleted to me. Or just like a lot of cutouts. I don't. Um I'll have to go back and find it. But anyways, it looks like a very thick, high max cushion marathon racer with a super foam. Their plates or their do they call them energy arcs or no? That's new balance. Um wave plate, that's it. Yeah. They're um looks like a I assume a carbon plated wave plate. I know the rebellion had fiberglass. Um,
0: so I don't know.
1: We'll see. I think Mizuno definitely has fallen behind with all of these thick rockered shoes and super foams and stuff. I'm like, is Mizuno still relevant even? I feel like they kind of went through a phase where they're super popular and then they kind of died out with, now it depends what the current trend is. Um, So I'm curious to see if that will kind of put them back on the map or not. As well as the the new Echo Boom, which looks like it's going to be using PVAX foam as well. I think that could, like I was talking about earlier, On's kind of up and coming. Um so yeah, I'm just curious to see where those go.
0: A berry wore the echo boom in her least recent half marathon, didn't she?
1: Yes. Yeah. Drew's I think slow? that upper was a little, I think that's what it was. Yeah. The upper seemed a little different than um the earlier prototypes I saw that were just the the current echo booms upper on a different midsole. So um curious to see what they do with that.
0: And then I've got two last questions for you. The first one is where do you get most of your information from? Cause I feel like a lot of people will be curious of see how they can sort of gain more knowledge and sort of decipher everything. So wh- where yeah. do you get most of your information from? Is it just research everywhere or?
1: So, so it started out um, kind of me just, you know, following professional athletes and zooming in on their shoes on Instagram, which I still do. Um, you know, it's kind of a good way to get, see what's up and coming or what they're testing out. Um, and from there, you know, I kind of squeeze in my speculation, like, oh, this is, from what I see, this is kind of what I think or what might, they might go with the shoe. Um, then as that kind of started picking up, just, you know, my like, here's some pictures I found. Here's what I think people are like, oh, we'll I actually know about this shoe and here's what it is. Um, so it's kind of just people started reaching out to me um, they you know it's never directly from the company um and if it is it's typically under embargo so i can't talk about it (laughs) um so it's going to be people that are kind of like parallel or like adjacent to the company you know maybe they're working at a running shoe store and they're like oh i just got the new catalog in um or people that are wear testers um that like i shouldn't be telling you this don't say my name um so a lot of anonymous sources but kind of comes from um just people in the know i'd say yeah we
0: we got that we um it's normally people who work in rain stores as well when they get the catalog a year early and get to see it that way like we did that (laughs) we made a video about they added our spikes to the ambition and the avanti and Mm -hmm. we got got told off straight away as soon as we released that um because it was we never got told it was embargo but we used photos from the catalog and it was like, yeah, don't use them. Uh, I was like, you never said it. it was embargo, but yeah, that was interesting. Right. Like, I got scared There's... for a second. I was like, Oh, oh yeah. Yes, they'll come after me. But luckily it was. Fine.
1: <laughs> and that's and part, it- of the, part of the game. I feel like is kind of that the fear. Like, well, I'll, I'll put it out there. I don't know <laughs> what will happen. Um, I do like making just kind of Photoshop renders, um, I'm like, this is my own artwork. Nobody can take it down, Um, but gives you a good idea of kind of what I've seen or what I've heard. So I do like using that kind of outlet as a kind of workaround um, to like what you were saying, like, oh, you can't release these images. Like, oh, well, here's a Photoshop I made that looks pretty close to what it's actually going to be, you know?
0: I never thought of that. That is actually a really good idea. Like just, that that is very clever. I might give that a go next time I get a leak or any shoe which
1: yeah. I feel like I've got. Need you need help, let me know.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely hit you up for that. And the last question I've got for you is, if you could be sponsored by any brand and the money was exactly the same, regardless of the brand, based on their current lineup, what would it
1: be? Oh boy. Oh, boy.
0: I guess you could use their up-and-coming lineup as well, if that makes it a bit. Okay, easy.
1: okay. I'm trying to think. It's like, I really love... You know like for the heart of my marathon training as you know doing a bunch of long runs and stuff my my hokas really love those but for race day like we're talking about i never wear a hoka so that like kind of puts them out of the running so hoka come out with a better super day super shoe race day option um nike obviously has you know top end um you know some of my favorite race day shoes but I mean, I guess I could be okay with like the Marrow and Invin- Invincible for trainers. Um, so let's say Nike's up there. Um, but honestly, Asics, I feel like they just have such a wide variety of shoes. It'd be easy to find something you like, you know, like we're saying, train out the Nova Blast. Um, I've really liked even, they're just kind of more traditional trainers, um, you know, like the Nimbus or the Nimbus Light, that type of thing. Um, plus now with the Metaspeed, it's like that's an re- actual real contender for race day shoes. I think, I don't know. I think A6 just has a good all-around um, solid, you can't go wrong no matter what type of run you're doing kind of lineup. So I think it might might be uh, where I'd go.
0: i said exactly the same. I would go A6 as well. And especially with, even though I do like training in super, super shoes, the, the new Magic Speed 2, high stack, it's got FF Blast Plus in. So that's mm-hmm. nice. And it, I know it's not quite FF Turbo, which is the super firm, isn't it? But at least it's FF right. Plus in like a training shoe high stack. So yeah, I'd definitely go A6 as well. And then I'd be torn between New Balance, Nike and Adidas are sort of together for me. Adidas's mileage shoes aren't really there, but the Star I can sort of tolerate in. And that's their new one. It's okay. So
1: mm.
0: I could get by in that. And then... Puma, I don't know enough about their shoes to be able to pick Puma, but I know a lot of people really like them now.
1: Right. Yeah, I haven't tried any Pumas, actually. Um, Too many names. Yeah, very confusing name lineup. Um, yeah, I kind of forgot about New Balance, but they, they'd they be contender as well. I think they they have a wide enough range. Um. So they maybe, yeah, then, like you said, they're tied with Nike, but I still think going with Asics.
0: Yeah, I agree so if anyone's listening get some asic shoes i think think it's a good place to start no actually the best place to start this is actually another question would you say the if if it was a brand new runner and you had to recommend like a brand for them to start with i always say brooks first just because it's consistent like it seems to suit everyone like the glycerin and the ghost are very stable shoes to say they're not actually stability shoes so that's my personal preference if anyone's listening in my opinion i think brooks is probably the safest bet to go with first but what what would you say
1: yeah um so I actually worked at like especially running store um like throughout college on breaks and stuff um you know a lot i'd get a lot of new runners coming in and i'd say brooks a 6 um and back then saucony was another one i'd kind of go to just cuz they were you know like they're going to all going to be pretty stable shoes. They're going to be decently durable. They're going to, um, you know, give you what you need without being like, Oh, here's all the crazy bells and whistles or, Oh, it's super light. Um, but just like, no, here's you know, a ghost or a, a cumulus, a great shoe, um, to get you into running. And, you know, if you want to pick up another shoe, expand your rotation later, you can try out different brands. But I think, you know, a six and Brooks is a, is a good way to start. Um, I think sometimes it's, you know, as much hype as there is around all the new exciting shoes, sometimes just going with the basics until you figure out what you like is, is a good way to go with like those Cumulus or Ghosts or Glycerin or uh, Nimbus.
0: Yeah, they're always a bit more safe to go with, aren't they? Like, right. like I say Brooks is consistently boring. Like, it's just, it's just it's <laughs> exactly what it says on the tin kind of thing. And that's kind of what you want, especially for right a new runner um yeah that's all i've got so is there anything else you'd like to say before we close the podcast off i always ask that and it just puts the the podcast guest in an awkward situation because this is most of the time (laughs) you don't have a clue what to say but yeah the floor is yours if you have anything else to say
1: no it's just uh thanks for having me on you know uh your youtube your instagram your podcast um all really great content love following you on those different avenues um know really bring in attention to track and sport or track and field um where i feel like there isn't as much attention from a lot of different outlets and stuff you just you know keep it real keep it fresh um so really appreciate that um thanks for having me on
0: yeah thank you it's been a pleasure it's been a great podcast and hopefully people listening found it useful even though you might not share the enthusiasm we do on wearing shoes hopefully at least So maybe one thing or like maybe heard of a shoe that you haven't heard of or have inspiration to give it a try. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And goodbye.